I actually just took my pants off and nobody realized. Oh my god! <laughs> no, like my jeans. Oh, I took your American off. pants. Look at that salt. Oh, that's that's salty. Oh. <laughs> right, get him down, yeah. Oh my god, that's fucking awful. <coughs> <coughs> Wee! I'm very sober, by the way. There's no problem here at all. Aren't they all lovely? Look at them. Look at their little faces. You can't see it because it's a podcast. Welcome to, oh, welcome to Talking Tacos. We have a special guest today. Oh, look. Yeah, we've got, sorry. We've got She's actually the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. She's a little, like, um, it's like a little so beautiful. Fairy it's like a, like a rainbow personified. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh hey, there it is. There oh, okay. Beautiful. What you can't rainbow see, hoodie. holding up a little rainbow hoodie there. Uh, so this is Kristen from our, our group chat. So she's another taco. Hello, Kristen. Welcome. Very good to have you. Should we, uh, what's Kristen's uh, Twitter handle, Pepper? It is. That's a very good question. I don't think I can remember my own. I do know what it is. Eden Erfa, Edin, Edin. Edin. Oh, yeah. That's it. If you like to. <laughs> Thank you, like you Alex. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to follow Kristen, you can find her on. Twitter. At K L A Blaster. <laughs> K L R Blaster. Oh, um, I need to open my chat up here so I can actually see. Blaster, blaster into space. <laughs> blast you into space, man. Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm Miriam. No, I'm Pepper. She, her. I'm Holly and I'm also she, her. I'm, uh, I'm Alex and I'm she, her as well. Does it say that? Oh, how do I check? Where do I change the default setting in here, guys? Up your butt. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> One tequila in, Miriam. One tequila in. You can't in. do it whilst you're in a meeting, I oh, don't for think. Oh, sake. Buckety fuck. Uh, okay. Kristen, if you just say your name and uh, your pronouns, that'd be super. I'm Kristen. I usually have pronouns. What are we talking about today, guys? The gays. <sighs> just Is it not always that? It's always a bit gay, isn't it, to be fair? Um, But yeah, today, I mean, we we actually, we had a meeting in the week, didn't we? No, in the week, we had a meeting last Last Thursday. Oh my God, I was not feeling great that day. Never have noticed. Um, In bed. (laughs) And um, yeah, we had a meeting and we wanted to have a bit of a chit chat. So uh, about all the topics that we could cover, um, because we thought that maybe if we planned ahead, that might be like a smart thing to do. Um, professional professional thing to do um and one of the topics that came up which we thought would be great to talk about is um kind of queer baiting or gay baiting um in pop culture um we'll probably talk a lot around tv shows but in in uh, in pop culture or culture in general what it is first and foremost because i mean unlikely but maybe some people listening to this might not know what uh what queer baiting is and then kind of i guess kind of the effects of it some examples of it and maybe kind of talk around what studios can do to to improve on it um because i think it's something that's probably affected all of us in some way or form right okay disclaimer 
Please do not do this at home. I have water. I have had food. I will stop if it feels like it's too much. (laughs) No, you won't. (laughs) And no one has made me do this. Um, I I just did a tweet um, with a funny number that I had to reach. And then I was going to do shots. Peps, you sound really sexy tonight. Thank you. I have a sore throat. Don't tell her that. Thank you very much. Uh, um, uh, yeah, no, I'm doing shots because I thought it'd be amusing. Um, and that's pretty much it. That's good to know. Which order does it go again? Salt first. One, right? tequila one, tequila two, tequila three, tequila four. <laughs> um, I'm going to do a, a different hat per shot, by the way, so take a screenshot, yeah. <gasps> Are you oh, actually? I might get yeah. some caps, you know. We don't, need any, we don't need to take a screenshot because we're recording. Fuck, yeah. Mm. All right, I'll do it then. <laughs> that's hilarious. Shot, 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 Oh, no, I'm not feeling it at all. No, well, I don't think you would after <sighs> approximately 45 seconds. Um, so, just to let you know as well, in solidarity, I have... Technically, this is more, right? So, I have um, a margarita <laughs> with basically four shots of tequila and um, two shots of Cointreau in... Um, and how much lime? Uh, lime and a half. A lime and a half. <laughs> lime and a half, everybody. A lime and a half. Uh, well, you don't Where's drink. <clears throat> I don't think I really realised or knew much about queer baiting, to be honest. Actually, that's interesting because obviously you're a ba- new. Baby you're gay, a baby. You're baby a baby. <laughs> a baby gay. Ba- Bambi, baby gay. Bambi. <laughs> Can you be like. Bambina Ella. We need to Bambina. find what the baby... Oh, we need to, Bambina. Bambina Ella. Bambina. Um, so, because you're a baby gay, obviously it's not really been on your radar up until I'm guessing quite recently, right, Peps? This is very accurate. To so, be fair, I feel like I could understand more about it than I do as well. Yeah, I, yeah like we've said before... Not that I don't if, understand it, no, I understand. If, but if you don't... If you're not within a certain surrounding you don't necessarily pick up on things so i mean i must have been influenced by seeing stuff on tv but i wouldn't have realized until it was pointed out to me i don't think i don't think you necessarily kind of realize that this is happening unless you're maybe part of a fandom around that show a lot of the time anyway when it comes to tv shows and that's i think that's when it comes really apparent with especially with shows like Supergirl for example where essentially it seems like to me from outside looking in that pretty much the entire fandom are like LGBT and then that's when it becomes kind of incredibly apparent that there's probably a problem you want a definition on Urban Dictionary perfect because that's quite I feel like this one's probably slightly better than the actual dictionary ones because they don't really very know very much is it actually in the dictionary um i mean it's certainly on dictionary.com on twitter (laughs) go for it Kristen. educate us right so the queer baiting definition on urban dictionary is 
a marketing technique used to attract queer viewers that involves creating romantic or sexual tension between two same-sex characters, but never making it canon or evolving. It, it sounds like so. It obviously isn't great, but it sounds even worse when you, you put it like to that. The yeah, when, yeah. Just, I think when you say like for marketing purposes, yeah. exactly. That's what makes it sound really bad. Because mm-hmm. like a lot of the time, it doesn't start for that reason. It's the fans or something that will pick up on things between two characters. But then once the shows kind of hear about it, then they have the decision whether to continue how they are or to change it slightly. Kristen, when did you become aware of queer baiting? You're a big Supergirl fan, aren't you? Yeah. So I was about 16 when I started watching, like looking for more queer tv shows and it was probably around then that I started reading more about things like that as well yeah and I think it's been going on for quite a long time like I, I think we, we we tend to kind of put this stuff out on twitter um and kind of ask people to kind of get in touch with kind of their opinions on it and and someone mentioned Rizzoli and Isles and I think that's that's one that's one example that I've been aware of for quite a long time that I know uh some of my older queer friends absolutely adored for a very long time um, and only watched it, like religiously watched it, but only really watched it because of the will they won't they, but they never will um, kind of aspect of it. So what was the show? Rizzoli and Isles. And what's it about? Yeah, like a police show, I think. Yeah. A police detective and Maura Isles, a blunt medical examiner, share a, str- share a strong friendship and help each other in order to solve crimes. So that started oh, apparently only in 2010. Yeah. Um, but 2010 to 2017, um, 2016, I think that was very much, I think, you know, it was, it's said on Twitter that like it was noted in the first season that there was a chemistry of sorts. Um, and I think that's where it all kind of begins from is that I, I don't think necessarily people or like shows go out of their way to go, right, we're going to queer bait right from the start. This is what we're going to do. We're going <laughs> to appeal to the gays. Like, I think it comes from a chemistry between two actors or actresses. Um, and because there is something, there's a connection, there's something slightly more than the huge. Um and and then once shot, that or? gains popularity or becomes a reason for um, a show's success or even a, a small Perfect. small reason for a show's success, that's when maybe something more insidious begins to happen. Because it's very difficult to, I, mean, I guess it's the same for all of us, right? If we if we find success in in doing one way one way of being, it's very difficult to give that up. Um, I'm trying to think of a, an example of a show and. And I don't know if Supergirl is the right example, but there's a very fine line a lot of the time between friendship and and romance um, or attraction, sexual attraction. And often that line can move dependent on the lens with which you're viewing it from. Um, so uh, I, I would love to... Like I would love to see like I watch Super I've well, I don't watch Supergirl sorry I don't um but I've watched some of the clips and I I I see it and read it as very gay but 
that could be my gay lens. So I'd love to know what um, what someone with a kind of a straight lens or outlook do, on do life. Do you know anyone straight that could oh, come on this podcast? God. Oh. Fuck. I know no one straight um, who also watches Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, just, you tweeted us a lot of stuff, Kristen, about Supergirl. I mean, I've not, like I said, I've I've probably watched a few of the bits that you refer to, but it would be awesome if you could just talk us through um, kind of their story and, you know, the like you said, the different examples you gave and also maybe like the parallels that are being drawn between Lois and Clark and, and um, yeah. I know, I wrote a few things down, so like, I, I forgot what I said already. Awesome work, good stuff. Um, so, well, there are a few parallels. There's firstly a parallel between... Kara and Lena and Barry and his love and un- <laughs> love interest on the Flash. Yes, I know the Flash. So in Supergirl, I think in season two, Lena only started in season two, and she was only meant to be there for a few episodes. Kara mm-hmm. saves her. Well, no, Supergirl saves her. And Lena doesn't know that Supergirl and Kara are the same person. Mm-hmm. So Lena um, says to Kara something along the lines of, Supergirl may have saved me, but Kara Danvers, you're my hero. Mm-hmm. And then in The Flash, Barry's girlfriend, I can't remember if they're like together at the time, says something to the same effect, like, The Flash is the city's hero. Or the Flash saved the city, but Barry Allen, you're my hero. Mm-hmm. And then they go on to have this whole big romance story and get married. And mm-hmm. so that's quite an interesting parallel. It's interesting. And it's not just, I think, a parallel, like, yeah, obviously, it's a parallel in the Flash, but like the, the you're my hero line is such an iconic line between like a hero and like a princess that, that he's just saved, right? Like it's 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 just a trope that's repeated over and over again since the dawn of time. Yeah, well, movie making, like you know that that kind of thing. So you do kind of instantly start reading into those those messages. I think. Do you think it's like um, almost a safety aspect? So they're keeping the queer audience that are like really wanting this uh, like relationship to happen. They're keeping them wanting more, but then for like safety, they don't do it. Do you know? Well, because they're scared of losing viewers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think a big part of queer baiting is to kind of keep the queer audiences hanging along, mm. but also avoiding alienating the straight and the conservative mm-hmm. audience as well. And I guess with DC as well, you've got that additional layer of kind of creative control. Yeah. Um, because I, I remember DC's Batwoman comics uh, a few years ago now, uh, Kate Kane got engaged to Maggie Sawyer, they were going to get married. Um, and DC came along and went, no, like, we, like our heroes don't get married. And they were like, but it's like, it would be like the first, they're going to get married, it's going to be the first. And they were like, no, she's not going to get married. And so the writers quit. Oh. Um, and the creators quit. And, and then the... the this it was fine, but it kind of tanked. Um, but I feel like that you've also got that additional level of 
um, these big kind of overlords like DC, Marvel, Marvelous finally starting to get round to like all of a sudden, like uh, <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden Loki's non-binary or whatever, you know. So um, and bisexual, yay, um, go buys. But it does feel like there's also that additional kind of the ultra conservative people who run the networks media, ne- media networks happy yeah. as well but again all, it's... you should just get rid of them yeah but all those yeah all those positions are just like yeah like you say conservative white men probably and until the yeah behind the scenes is more diverse you're not going to get it on the screen as much right? mm. and do you think i think like what hull was describing and i think a lot of people have said on twitter how damaging queer baiting can be what you were describing whole almost sounds like gaslighting exactly um because it's very much like there's a relationship going on there's a relationship there's something here there's something here and then you go oh there's something there's something here that's going on and then it's like no 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 there's nothing there's nothing no it's just your mind playing tricks on you but then next episode there's something going on but no, no, no. It's just yes. It does. Fe- it does feel a little bit like gaslighting, actually, in terms it's of cruel, the isn't it? in terms of the definition. You're trying to keep so many people happy, but at the same time, surely nobody's a hundred percent happy on either side. You just don't want to commit. Exactly. I'm not sure that they give their audience enough credit. Supergirl, or just in general? I think Supergirl in this specific scenario. It does seem. It seems like such a. It's it's tough because like it feels like the actresses are on board as well because they they love their fans like and they just want to give their fans what they want um, at the end of the day. What I'm just reading what uh, Sophie's saying. Katie McGrath is a queen. That is all. Yes. So Katie McGrath has been very supportive, hasn't she? Uh, has she? Um, yes. That's cool. Um, uh, but at the same time. It doesn't. It doesn't. She they doesn't don't have, have control huge... of the words. No, she doesn't. Um, and also, she's very responsible because <laughs> everything she does is like, <laughs> like from what I've seen, like she's very, like anything, anything that comes out of her mouth or any time that she looks at Kara, it's a bit like cat with like the lamp. Like <laughs> she just <laughs> the spoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She just. <laughs> she just seems to like flirt with it well i wouldn't say everything it is mainly with cara but like it just seems like she's got the eyes and like all the looks she's got eyes (laughs) that sounds awfully a lot like pecs (laughs) (laughs) i'm joking it sounds more like me (laughs) it really does with the winks Uh, uh, oh let's i keep doing it still you're still winking at people yeah that's gonna that's gonna go on twitter isn't it (laughs) Hey, Hull. Hey. <laughs> Can I just, I just need to say, talk about queer baiting. Hull. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, us too. We queer bait each other all the time. <laughs> I th- no, we don't queer bait each other. We queer bait in the whole group chat. Yes. <laughs> you think it's going to happen, uh, but it's not. No, it's never going to happen. Unless well, it does. Unless, unless it, it does. Can you wink, Pepper? Oh, no, I did the mouth thing. <laughs> Don't I always that. do the mouth thing. Uh, let's see, I love I love asking people to wink who can't wink. I can wink. I don't say you couldn't. <laughs> I just it, said that I love... Good job. I just love asking people 
to Winky Cock. Isn't it a good job that um, you can't typo with your mouth? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's all right winking at people, but can you imagine wanking at people? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I don't know what's just happened. What? I just need to change my cap. Hold on. <laughs> she needs to change her cap. <laughs> Very go. good. Oh, here we go. So Pepper now, for, for the benefit of everybody at home, Pepper's changed from a black cat to a grey cat. Cap. Cap. You said cat. cat. No, I said cap. I, there was a T. I heard it. I said cat multiple times. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, should I do another Inside. shot? I think, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, so, I might okay. go and get a drink, to be fair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what? I am gagging for one. Yes, of course you are. <laughs> I'm not going to explode today, though. Okay. This is supposed to be a serious conversation. I feel like... <laughs> so... <laughs> Soph is going to be exposed one day. Ha ha, no. For the stuff she says to us in this chat. Okay, right, I'll do the... I'll do the... Um, what's it called? We'll drink with Peppa, cause Peppa is our mate. Uh, and when we drink with Peppa, she tears it down in eight. Something like that. Uh, I'll find it properly. No, stop! Oh, but I want to put the salt in! I should know this because I play rugby and I've been doing it for about three, four years, but I really don't know the song because I've never sung it. Okay, that was number three. Just me and the cats. <clears throat> you and your pussy cats. <laughs> wow, three shots in. Three shots in. <laughs> oh dear. Pep's just said pussy. But <laughs> My God! But she won't say masturbate. No! Who remembers this gem from last week? Pep's, can you, are you good at masturbates? What? Fuck off! <laughs> Peps, do you know I can't say that word out loud either. Wait, ma- I can say masturbate, but I can't so, say the other one. So, can I just say fuck you? Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, baby. We should get that song in here. <clears throat> um. So, where were we? On the quating. Yeah, on the quating. So, we were talking about Supergirl. Do we need, do we want to talk about Supergirl anymore? Um, because... Because I I just seem to remember at one point, didn't the writers respond quite clearly? At one point, wasn't there a controversy? There was something on the Twitters, wasn't there? I remember them. Yeah, I feel like there was something. Oh, I don't even know who they are. At a con. We mocked it at a con. Oh, okay. Huh? They mocked it at a con. Did they? Yeah, Yeah, they did. Some of the actors, they mocked it. Not Katie, though. Not Katie, though. No, no, not Katie. She would never. Oh, but that's, I mean, it's not fine, but like, that's not the. I feel like I know why I'm so far removed from queer baiting after speaking about this. It's because of the lack of TV that mm-hmm. I watch. It's not because, it's, it's for no other reason. Is it because, I guess that. we were talking about. I just don't watch enough. Like, we'll only, a few episodes ago, we were talking about only really going to watch TV shows that we've been recommended. And I guess most of the time, like I especially kind of tend to stay away from stuff that doesn't have like an actual queer resolution to it. Uh, so maybe that's why you don't end up 
Don't know, seeing so much. Sure, well, I mean, an interesting example of queer baiting is Xena Warrior Princess. Ooh, um, yeah. Which obviously did kind of pay off, right? In the end? Did it? What happened in the end? Oh, it was awful. Oh. <laughs> it's like Yay. awful. No, I think they, they like kiss or like, does Gabrielle come back to life? Because she gets kissed by Xena. Have I made that up? But then what happens is Xena dies her horrific death. Wow, that's a massive spoiler. <laughs> what? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, when it used to be... I hadn't watched that episode yet. <laughs> it used to You've be had a... like 20 years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be on Channel 5 over here with Hercules. I... Yes, it did. I used to like watching them, but then I stopped watching them. But they, were, they were quite camp, those shows, weren't they? Oh, very. Um... That's a bit gay for Channel 5. <laughs> it's a bit gay for Channel 5. I don't know, you've not seen Channel 5 late Friday night. What year did Zena finish? Pardon? What year did Zena finish? Oh, fuck you, uh, Kristen. A long time ago. You were an embryo. <laughs> An embryo, got to get my grammar. What year was it actually? Okay, I'm, really let me, I'm just going to Google it. What? What year did... Zena Warrior Princess finished. 18th of June, 2001. Ooh. I was just born. Wow. <laughs> I was six. How old were you? One. Did um, you say? No, I, I was born in January of that year. <laughs> Fuck a duck. Okay, but let's just say Lucy Lawless still looks ace. Like, what an incredible Absolute lady. Absolute ace of base. And fantastic uh, <laughs> fantastic ally as well Lucy Lewis lover in uh, Parks and Recreation <gasps> hang on what? When, what when was she in Parks she's Ron's wife no she isn't uh, wait which wife yes yeah, she is which wife has he got more yes! than one wife no she's like the one he ends up with no she isn't yes she fuck is. off hold on yes, she is fuck off is that her that's not her. Yes, it oh is. Oh, my God. Is that God. her? <gasps> oh, my God. I never knew, noticed that is fucking her. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. No, but mm. like. She's in uh, Spartacus as well. Quality show. Love that show. She looks so different yet lovely. <laughs> How long is this going to go on for? Like she, it's her. She's got the same name. She's got, she's got the same fias. The hair's different. She's probably I don't know, fifteen years older. My hair's different <laughs> from when I was six. <laughs> Hold on, Bear, oh my people, god! Can you people it? never, people never change their hair. <laughs> Pep's having another gay awakening life. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that is her. I yeah, didn't. Re- I totally didn't realise that was her. <laughs> Do you know what? He's a bit What's sad. That? Peps didn't actually believe you that it was the same person. <laughs> Even after Googling yeah, it. <laughs> Even after, like, Google, which is, like, her messiah, um, uh, <laughs> confirmed it to be true. But you know what else, Google though? said, this is the Lord's word, and <laughs> this, is, this is the truth. Wow. Well then, who would have thought? Can we move on? Yeah, we'll move on. Mm. You're gonna make self scream. I just thought of another parallel. <laughs> go on. Yeah, go for it. Go, go for, for it. it. There's a scene in season five of Supergirl 
where Kara and Lena are fighting for some reason. And it literally transitions between Lena looking at a photo of her and Kara on the sofa. Yes. yes. And then slides, like goes dark behind Lena's head and then slides out the other side of um, Kara's head. And Kara's looking at the same photo. That sounds gay. Oh my God, you've just reminded me of the TV show that I was thinking of because exactly the same thing happens right and it's it's not probably not queer baiting Gemma and the Holograms it's like was my favourite show as a kid there's an episode and then they have why are you laughing is it are you laughing at Holly or are you just laughing at yourself you're laughing at Holly okay Holly's doing suggestive <laughs> things to a ice cream I'm literally just eating ice cream uh, 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 uh. Oh, I'm just going to... What do you want Carry me to on do with it? You were really doing well. Um, so, <clears throat> one day, Kimber from Gem and the Holograms and Stormer from the Misfits fall out with their bands and they both quit and they get together and form like a duo and then, like, obviously, they have an amazing time. They find that, like, actually they get on really well and they really support each other. Um, and then there's a scene, I think they eventually, like, get torn apart again because the bands are, like, jealous and they sing a song called... Um, but the, literally, the song ends with one of them, like, the baddie, shouting at Stormer, she's no good for you, baby! Like that at the end, which is... And it's all very suggestive. And then there's, like, a scene where Stormer is on her bed and she's like, she goes to the side of the, her, at her bed set and picks up a photo and it's her and Kimber together and she like looks at it longingly and then it like pans to Kimber like being really lonely and like, oh, I miss Stormer. And it's exactly the same. But anyway, so the music that's running over that scene oh, sorry. was then used a scene in Batwoman like a few oh. months later and it was a scene between... So Kate Kane had just taken Beth to Arkham and put her in a cell in the prison. So she was feeling all sorts because it's her twin. So she loves her twin, but she also knows that Alice is the biggest baddie in Gotham. Mm -hmm. And then her one of her exes comes up and finds her on the roof, sitting just like feeling terrible. And then this mm -hmm. music starts playing and the ex is comforting Kate. And then they like the scene finishes with the two kissing is it is it like an orchestral piece of music or is it like a specific no, it's a song it's like something do you think they're chosen on purpose or by accident it probably was completely by accident but, but i guess the sentiment of the song is still similar right yeah i guess it's just when you start applying all these kind of like romantic typically like straight romantic tropes to women how else are people going to interpret them i'm not sure it might have been you Kristen on the twits mentioned music uh, such as what's her chops I kissed a girl and I I that's the one so singers using that as a way Paul titillate. titillate that's a fantastic word Alex to titillate mm. <laughs> <laughs> um Wait. Intrigue to cast a web of intrigue and mystery. But it's just to sell records, right? Yeah, because for a while, Katy Perry was kind of a bit of the publicity was kind of her hinting at her sexuality not being straight. Mm -hmm. But then after a while, I don't know, it was quite a few years later, she said that she wasn't 
bisexual and she wasn't interested in women. So it's just done for, yeah, selling records just to be trying but, to be salacious and... devil's advocate, though, mm. she could have still kissed a girl and liked it. True. But did she write the song? Probably, Probably not. not. Should we find out? I kissed a girl. Can I get my tyrols? Can I get my tyrols? Is that yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so who wrote this song? It, uh, Katy Perry and someone else. Four, three other people. <laughs> so she probably didn't write that much of it. Um, Katy Perry, Lucas Gottwald, Max Martin and Kathy Dennis. Um, oh, according to Perry, the chorus actually popped into my head when I woke up from where <laughs> and where. <laughs> the chorus the chorus popped up into her, but obviously it might have been the instrument stuff. Um, Perry said that it also somewhat was from personal experience. It was one of those moments where you hear artists talking about songs they get in dreams or in the middle of the night. And I was like, wow, what an interesting subject matter to kind of pop into the head. Wait, so she the chorus popped into her head when she woke up. So basically she was having some like sexy dream about a girl. Sounds like it. But that can happen, right? Like No, it's even never happened to me. <laughs> That's disgusting. I don't know. No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> you don't have sexy dreams. No. no, absolutely not. Absolutely, absolutely not. not. <laughs> I haven't had a sexy recently. dream in ages. It's really disappointing. Bit... I was about to say, you know, I was going to say I haven't recently. I, that's, that's like your prime time to be having them. I know, right it's now. really distressing. Maybe I am having that's... them, but maybe I'm sleeping really well, so I'm not remembering, but I'm really not sleeping well. So I'm just having... I had a really bad dream last night, actually. We won't go into it. I had a bad dream oh, the guys, other night. But it was kind of like, it was a bit like a sexy dream but it wasn't sexy at oh, all wasn't. it wasn't sexy it was like i was being dragged around um <coughs> this house i went on holiday two years ago oh my god i was being dragged around <coughs> by the foot by a ghost um right uh okay gay baiting gay baiting um, what we're we talking about? so i've got any other should we look at the can we look at the twitter and just double check because yes. i don't want to yeah. like leave people out yeah i was just reading it but you know speaking of katie perry i mean i think She's certainly not the first person to do that, and she's definitely not going to be the last person to do that. No, there's an earlier one with in 2002. There uh. was tattoo. <gasps> oh, I was going to talk. Yes, mm. tattoo. Mm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> uh. All the things she said. All the things she said. Yeah. Run it through my head. Mm. Run it through my head. Run it through my head. Sorry. Um, so I was reading some interviews from them, mm. and they said basically their manager forced them to like kiss each other oh my god and then in another interview one of the girls was talking about how she wouldn't be supportive of her children if they were gay oh my fucking god wow that's horrific i i I think that i mean firstly they were forced secondly i just don't i i don't think people see the significance i think people don't understand the significance of gay baiting and how damaging it can be um unless you're in the community or have been a victim of it um i think it's we talk about this a lot but like unless you're in unless you're in there or you experience it it's very difficult to see that from someone else's perspective but yeah i mean that's it's it's really awful to hear that they were forced into that situation i remember when that song came um, out um and all the controversy around it i don't know if i really thought anything of it did i no i remember i enjoyed the song because it's a catchy song i have nothing good to say on this subject sorry <laughs> I think I remember being a bit like, oh, gay, <laughs> gay. Yeah, like I wasn't that old when it came out. Two thousand and two. Okay, so I uh, 
right? Am I right? Am I right? I was 14, yeah. Oh. So I was 14 when it came out. Was it really 2002? Yeah. Oh, do I get a prize? Nothing. Um, your prize is... Yeah, okay. Your prize is a fifth shot of tequila. No, <laughs> I've only done three. Congratulations. Congratulations. And celebrations. You I never know which version you're going for, so I just stop talking. Hey, All right, hey, then. Hey. Hold on. Oh, I'm just going to do a... Oh, I forgot oh, the wrong... Okay, Let me get a new hat on. Hold on. All right. This is my trucker cap. <clears throat> Ready? Trucker cap. You know, it's got white and it's got red and it's got the Canadian flags. Look, Andrew, you know. Well, look at that salt. Oh, it's that's a, that's salty. Oh. <laughs> right, get him down, yeah. Oh my god, that's fucking awful. <coughs> <coughs> now spin around oh, in your chair. Yeah. Can I just say, my work, spin five my times. work got me a new spin chair for my bad back. And it's spinny! Spin it five spins. times. Oh, it's been five times. Nations. But guys, I've got a spinny chair. Oh my god. Spin then, I show us. I'm going to take it. She's taking her headphones okay. off, guys. She's spinning, guys. Oh, she's she's spinning. What? Oh, no. She's hit a draw. <laughs> <laughs> we like to drink with pepper Cause pepper is our And when we drink with pepper She spins it down in eight <laughs> I'm very sober by the way There's no problem here at all Can I talk about Good Witch yet? <laughs> Wasn't the queer baiting on um, Good Witch? Right, I've got my notes A tiny bit last season I heard, I saw something on the Twitch Before they announced like This season's storyline do you think it was queer baiting though because they were related yeah so it probably wasn't from the good witch side but it's just elise bowman particularly looks quite gay <laughs> who looks gay okay who? elise bowman which one's that she's laura from carmilla have you not seen carmilla hold on start again start again start again wait um you're talking at the end of season six when what's her chops comes in as her what's it's <laughs> Sorry, that's so not helpful. As her oh. partner, as her working partner, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I agree. She's very, sh- she's very short. There is nothing wrong. You all need to watch Carmilla. It's really good. I've oh, I've watched man. Carmilla, I've and um, I've seen it. it's very niche. So do I. <laughs> is it niche than Winona Up? Yeah, really. It's a novella. It's a really good novella, and it's the precursor to Dracula. Dracula. Precursor to yeah. Okay. It's really good. I yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's see what Bram Stoker has to say about that. But well, uh, um, <clears throat> there are so many parallels between Carmilla and Dracula. It's only because they wrote them in there, like. <laughs> Yeah, but Bram Stoker wrote it after oh, Carmilla was written. Wait, when was Carmilla written? Like 18-something. But I thought it was like... Hang 18. on, what the it... fuck? <laughs> I thought Carmilla I'm... was just... Had um, uh, what? Whoa. The Carmilla web series yes. is like a modern version of... Right, 1872. Uh, oh, you were shitting uh, me. No. By um, Sheridan Le Fanu. Okay, so I've watched Carmilla and I didn't know any of them. No, this is really interesting. No, I go deep into the backstories of everything. No, fair enough. I would do that as well. Who lo- Sophie looks gay. Peps is shock history at me. Okay. <laughs> 
really good novella. So hang on, Camilla was based on what then? A book? Yeah, the web series is based on a gothic novella written in 1872. 1872? By Sheridan Ooh. Lefanu, who's Irish. Oh, Sheridan. Oh, Sheridan. That, pre- that was... Written and published 26 years before Dracula well, was smack my ass. I had no idea. I thought she just invented... I thought that the two ladies just um, were having a bit of fun. We're just having, we're just yeah. having a bit of fun. It's <laughs> all ladies, lovely ladies, have a little bit of fun. Not, they're not gay. Just put them in a room together and you just let them <laughs> do their thing. Just let them let, do whatever they want let, and let, see what Let happens. them loose. Okay. Not gay, though. Okay. They're not gay. Just to rewind no. with Goodwitch, um, I've got a couple of things Gays to don't say. Exist. Number one. <laughs> so. <laughs> Five feet apart. Was it five feet apart? Is it more? Look, I'm trying to be serious, guys. Come on, I've got my tyrols. Hold on. No. Um, Kristen wakes up. No, doesn't wake up. She stays awake. Let's let's be honest. Let's be honest. Um. (laughs) I've never heard that one before. Polly. Wow. Anyway, Kristen watches Good Witch with me. And therefore, it's two against two now. Okay, so two things. Two things. Let's deal with storyline. So the storyline with um, mm-hmm. Joy and Zoe. Mm-hmm. In the last episode, all the, all the couples were having sort of their own little crises, dare we say. Um, but if we focus on uh, Joy and Zoe, their storyline was Joy is worried about... Zoe being a firefighter and, you know, potential death. It... Oh, I've never heard that one before. Hey. And then there is this particular scene where um, you really think they are about to kiss. And I don't know, I don't want to say gay baiting, but it was, um, I really thought they were about to kiss. And they're holding hands. And then Joy says she needs to tell Zoe something. And there's another scene and they're going through it. And Joy says in her previous relationship, she kissed somebody else, blah, 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 blah. So my initial thought was, um, why does their drama have to be a cheating thing? Mm-hmm. And the, it's the only queer couple and it's cheating. And, and then I thought, am I overthinking that? And then my lovely wife, Heidi, not actual real life wife, my Urkel wife, just to clarify... Um, <clears throat> I find it great drama and interesting. Flawed people are interesting. Part. Hold on. Hold on. Oh my god! Could someone else be reading? Yeah. This? Can we? You sent this to us, right? We can read. It, it might be a good idea if somebody else reads this. Okay. Is it in the group? Um. Yeah. I sent it to the body group. It is in the group. Okay. I'll find it. Can I? Can I just say, Heidi yep. is really good at words and putting them in a good order. Uh. Okay. So. Heidi says, I'm not upset by the plot. I find it great drama and interesting. Flawed people are interesting, which I think is a, a great point. Um, partners have to work on partnerships. Uh, we are not Hawkmark perfect. The scenes between Joy and Zoe were well written. Uh, I totally credit the writers there. They were the only pair that were communicating, which is great. Um, I think maybe like one of the things we've kind of said, or one of the... I mean, I haven't said, but one of the things that people have maybe said about Way Hot is maybe they don't communicate very well uh. sometimes. Um, it's one of the kind of criticisms, so I think that's a good point. Um, ergo, uh, they also lost the race, um, but had healthy conversations. Though, um, spelt T-H-O, 
Um, hey. It was a bit heavy <laughs> for pre-second date, which is. But we do things quick, you know, and heavy. We get serious quick. Mm. That's what we do. What gays? So art reflects life. Gays. Yep. Yes, gays. Oh, is that so? That's what I've heard. Oh. I mean, when I say we do things quick, mm. Ruth fucking doesn't. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, the fact uh, the Good Witch marketing had that goddamn fucking sexy trailer. These are the Heidi's words, not mine. Remember that? With Joy smirking. I do remember that. She's like, mm-hmm. and then it says affair with the word affair sparkled at us this whole time with Demi Lovato singing at us. Love a bit of Demi oh. Lovato. I love yeah, them. congratulations on non-binary celebration awareness week and day. It's the day, day. today, and then it's the week starting mm-hmm. from today. Um, that second clip was hot, and how dare they? That's what Heidi says with a little like laughing, crying emoji. <laughs> um, so it's the optics of the kiss admission as I mentioned to you earlier on this topic, so I'm assuming you've had previous conversations, um, while some may not see a kiss as cheating, it was still a queer character they wrote that went down the, that road. Is this troubling or nothing? Something in between? On any other network, that admission is just another juicy plot point because it is juicy, and I guess that's probably why it's there. That was my words, not Heidi's. Um, but it's incredibly weighted when it's a plot point on a Hallmark show. Where to uh, begin with queer representation is next to nothing. Um, has Good Witch or any of their other shows um, had this kind of plot with the main character? I don't know because I haven't watched their TV shows up until season six of <laughs> <laughs> Goob Witch, which is oh. another another name for the. the no, goob, sorry, the we witch. just we were <laughs> shit witch. When we say Ava Witch, <laughs> no, when. <laughs> When we say good morning to witch, each other, witch, we say witch, good witch, witch. instead of good. Oh, you guys are cute. We are cute. Uh, fuck off! <laughs> Gross. Um, can I just add, Heidi mm-hmm. said, please include that I want Charlotte to swagger in there and cause all sorts of drama this week. Hopefully- oh, is that her ex-wife? Yeah. No, ex-partner. Mm. Ex- uh, sorry, yeah, ex-girlfriend. Uh, hopefully in a spectacularly tailored pantsuit and using hot shot lawyer jargon like I object or on what grounds <laughs> as Joy uh, at Joy uh, and Joy turns to Zoe and is all but I love her your honour um, if anybody wants to follow Heidi because she is a hilarious and lovely human she makes great gifts oh god yes Heidi is the gift queen you've probably mm. seen her on uh, the Twitters oh you definitely have. You you can't go a day on Twitter without seeing a Heidi gif. At Heidi Hansen. She is the most lovely human and makes amazing gifts and um yeah, as I say, puts words in good order. So I mean, in some of the points I just need to go, let's have a look. Because I, I don't think we can read it out without kind of talking about it. I've kind of talked around some things, but um I'm trying to think. I mean I've not seen it, so I'm trying to form an opinion quite very quickly. Um, on how I because I haven't seen the scene, so I don't know how it was played out. Where she kind of admits that she kissed someone else previously. I mean, it was a sweet scene, and it was quite, it was well done because um, it was earlier on. Um, Joy had said it's some oh, Kristen was it something like she wasn't happy about Zoe being a firefighter and putting her life at risk, but she would ex- accept it. And then later on, Zoe was Zoe saying used the same words back about yeah. that yeah she doesn't like that joy did that 
but she accepts it. And to be honest, it, yeah, it really is um, a good moment and growth. And they have quite a few good scenes. And there's another scene where they're holding hands and there's really good eye contact and stuff. And if we don't get a kiss in the next episode, I'm going to rage. I, I think you will. Um, or I think you will by, by the end of the season. I hope so, because all the other couples have had kisses. Um, and I'm not talking about, you know, something really hard. <laughs> but, like, at least a very, you know, a peck on the lips or whatever. I think they deserve that. And also, I've got, I've got to, like, if, if Joy's ex comes back, and then Joy goes, I choose this other new person. <laughs> like, they should at least have kissed by now. Like, I would not choose a person that I have not kissed. you got to do something. I probably wouldn't <laughs> choose a person that I haven't slept with, yeah. ultimately. Because, like, you know, like, it's quite, quite a big quite a big thing to, like, mm. even after, like, only after a first date or a second date or whatever, to be like, yeah. I choose this person for life. Her, um, yeah. I know that's not what she's saying, but her, it feels like um, yeah, her, you would have thought that they'd... Her um, meant to come back in the... I believe it's the last episode. Okay, 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 okay. Um, so they might kiss before that. I hope so. Can you imagine if they queer-baited you? Can you imagine if, like, they just carried this on and you didn't get the kiss? Can you imagine if you hadn't have got the date? Was there a date? The, the date really? was so... It was fluffy and sweet and you get that kind of date with straight couples all the time. And it was just... It didn't. It doesn't have to be really horny or whatever, you know. It was just really horny, what? horny. No, but you know what I mean. You know when there's okay. um, just a PG date with a man and a woman, and it's just sweet yeah. and you know, whatever. It was like that, but it was just two women, and there was no difference in it. It was just nice, and I think we deserve just to have sometimes something nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, this week we found out Good Witch is ending. Um, I've only watched Good Witch from season six. Completely, like forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> how did you miss that? That's sad. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm gutted because they've only just started. Well, I like obviously, obviously, I like Cat Burrell, and she's put a lot of work. Who? In. Yeah. Yeah. Who? 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 Um, don't know who that is. She's put in a lot of work for this season to get representation. I feel like like this season, Hallmark seemed to be doing really well with representation. Getting into a nice direction. Perfect, no, but in the right direction. And mm-hmm. to be fair to Good Witch, it's been going on for a very long time. And I obviously we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Maybe the lead wants to do something new. But it just felt a bit gutting that this season was clearly aimed at... It felt like it was aimed at queer people. And now we f- you find out three episodes to the end that it's over. If they knew it was going to be over, why didn't they... It feels like they would um, have publicity to say, this is the last season, da 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 You know, really big it up when you know it's the end, you know? I, I guess it's just they probably didn't know. I mean, there's um, not necessarily anything um, nefarious going on, but yes, it still feels like just when you feel like something's going in the right direction, you get it pulled out from under you. But at the same time, I feel like if it hadn't been for Cat, this would have been the last season anyway, because I, I don't feel like 
yeah, I mean, I don't really feel like the gay plotline has massively impacted ratings. Um, I have no idea. I can't. I can't prove that. I mean, um, if you go by Facebook, there are a lot of people who are absolute wankers and have been pretty. Well, there's lots of like vocal people on Facebook, but that's the same with everything else. And we've we've seen that in the last week that there's that like a few very toxic voices um, can unfortunately have a a, a huge impact, um, a big kind of detrimental impact. If it wasn't for Kat, this season wouldn't have been queer at all. That's true. She worked really um, well behind the season. Uh, yeah. Um, what's the word? <laughs> behind the scenes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Kat worked really hard behind the scenes to make this happen. Um, and I kind of think that it was a bit of a gift um, that you would probably never get to get if she hadn't been involved. If they've cast someone else in that role, this would never have happened. So I think there's an element of actually being a little bit thankful for for what she's done and the work she's done um and for kind of like the the little bit of god i'm gonna say it for the little bit of joy that you've been given um oh no which you never would have got like this would never have happened this is unprecedented on hallmark and i think there's an element of actually being grateful yeah um i i don't i really i don't know enough about it um i don't watch it it doesn't feel like it's it's a decision that's been made because of um, anything to do with Joy and Zoe. Um, it just feels like there's so many things that can happen behind the scenes in a TV show. And I just think it was, I think it's a, a, a really lovely little additional gift that everybody has been given. Um, and hopefully, I really hope it pays off for you. I really hope they get a, their kiss and, and that stuff. And then maybe it's quite a nice resolution. It just feels like... Just when you get attached to something that's queer, just gets taken away. And I, I, I don't know, just pain in the butt. All right, Sophie's telling me to have another shot. Okay, this is my last shot then, Sophie, okay? Can I just say this is shot number five and it's barely affected me. <laughs> I am mildly tipsy, but I'm not off my tits. Okay? May I, may I do my... <laughs> so, um, Holly. <laughs> All right, I'm going to... I guess, yeah, the thing. <coughs> um, uh, so, guys, guys, can I just say, um, so, to summarise... <laughs> this gets better every time. To summarise, queer baiting, mm-hmm. hashtag boo. Good witch ending, hashtag boo. Thank you for listening to Talking Tacos. I had five shots in the end and I feel nothing. (laughs) I don't know if that's a good sign, is it? Is that a good sign that you feel nothing? Can you feel your toes? Oh, yeah, they're there. Um, Thank you to Kristen, you delightful little monkey. Thank you so much, Kristen. I've ordered a book. We've learned so much. We've learned so much. We've learned so much. I've been able to look at your face for an hour and a half. It's been beautiful. It's always lovely absolute pleasure isn't it it's just like just looking at rainbows rainbows and unicorns thanks for listening subscribe (laughs) thank you all very much for listening i hope you've enjoyed this episode of talking techos um yeah like subscribe tell us what you thought of it um 
we uh, we've got a couple of topics that we're going to talk about in the next couple of weeks. So we'll be putting them on the Twitters, Twitters, um, and you can you can tell us what you want to hear next week uh, or two weeks time. Um, sexy and sloshed. Got, She's like, I'm not going to get sloshed. I'm not sloshed. I'm, I'm mildly sloshed. tipsy. It's fine, guys. I tell you what, no matter how drunk I got, I would not show anyone my titties. 